so I got news uh, last night, I believe, that a f- I'd say an acquaintance of mine. I used to work with him at the sheriff's office, um, and he was in the military for a bit. And he last night contributed to the statistic uh, of veteran suicides per day. And uh, kind of surprised me because um, I never thought he was in a situation like that. And obviously everyone I know that knows him is at a loss for words with what's going on. Uh, and everyone's obviously repeating the stuff online as far as if anybody needs anything, if you need someone to talk to, don't hesitate. I'm available stuff like that. Um, we know this kind of stuff happens. Uh, and it's, it's sad as a whole. It's sad for everyone who's affected by it. It's sad for the person that is no longer with us. And it's, you know, really unfortunate that whatever was going on, either couldn't be addressed or wasn't addressed or, or anything of the sort. So, you know, I'm I'm a huge supporter of breaking the, the negative stigma around mental health. I think if, if you feel quote unquote, some kind of way, find a way to, to help yourself instead of a final solution like that, if at all possible, if, if you're feeling that way, um, there's a national suicide prevention hotline. If you don't want to talk to somebody, you know, because you're embarrassed, uh, the numbers one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. But yeah, I just wanted to to mention it because most of us have have been affected in some way, shape, or form uh, by suicide. And you know, we've said a couple times about a bunch of different topics that any loss of life is is unfortunate. So if if you need help don't hesitate to, to seek out help. And I'm confident I speak for Mike as well. If you guys, <laughs> if the listeners out there feel like they want to reach out to us on the podcast or us, us individually, and that's the situation you're in, I don't, I don't have any issue with that either. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely down for that. So I, uh, even if we don't really yeah, know you, yeah. we'd, we'd much prefer you, you don't Absolutely. harm yourself or somebody else. Um, definitely the uh i don't i don't have a lot to add to that i you know it, it pretty much echoed what i would say or you know anyway so that's uh you know it's a it's a sad sad subject and you know it's a not really i don't know i don't i don't really have anything to add to that one yeah and it's it's a you know it's a, a serious item and i, I don't want to be all doom and gloom or, or be too negative about it and you know i just wanted to because it obviously is something that came up in my life uh, over the evening. And I, I thought I understood what was going on. I reached out to somebody that would know and, and they confirmed with me that that is what happened. So I just want to make sure that, you know, if people don't know, there, there always is somebody who's willing to listen, whether it's a friend or a stranger. Um, suicide hotline is available there. And as a living in the United States, you have access to mental health in a lot of ways that you probably don't know, and they can help point you in a direction. Um, it may not be the same as if you had an abundance of money, but there are programs out there that are affordable or free in times of need. So absolutely, absolutely um, exhaust those options before you you make a decision that you can't undo. Hey kids, you're listening to Nothing in Moderation with Travis and Mike. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on this regularly scheduled dumpster fire. You can catch us on all the social medias under at nothing in mod pod. So let's go ahead and get this hillbilly hog fight underway.
I got a little wheeze in my throat. Yeah, well, you're probably going to have to get rid of all that because that is going to be painful to hear. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm also trying a new setup this week. I uh, I got, I, got, I eliminated the mixer and just went straight to the laptop with the old microphone. Oh, man. So I tested it before we started, so it didn't sound like absolute dog shit. I'm hoping it continues to stay that way. It'll be like that time we did a phone interview with Skype, and oh, it just God. was terrible. It was. It was absolutely terrible. But um, Fucking what's going on, buddy? Nothing, man. Just uh, another day in the life of a lucky... Lucky fucker. We, uh, I guess we, uh, so I, I mentioned that I was late to the red dead posse roundup last night because we were cleaning the pool and, uh, mm-hmm. we, we jumped in the pool and I was running laps to get a whirlpool going and let the old lady run the, mm-hmm. the scrubby brush and all was good and come out this morning and we're down about a quarter of a pool worth of water. And apparently, um, the scrubby brush was used like the sickle of death and tore a hole in the bottom of the pool liner. Well, what the fuck? I, I just uh, made the command decision. Actually, he's not allowed to run the scrubby brush anymore. That's probably, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the right decision to make. I mean, seems like, uh, seems like it's better off not in her hands. Well, that's the way we used to do it as kids, right? If you don't want to do a job, mm-hmm. you try and do it, but you intentionally really suck at it. That way nobody ever asks you to do it again. Pretty much. So, I mean, that's that's pretty much the only person that doesn't work with is my mom, and I think it's just because she knows that I'm intentionally trying to suck at it. No, mom, it's not intentional. I just really suck at everything. Yeah, she doesn't believe that. Yeah, well, I'll set her straight. Trying to explain to her how true it is. Yeah, somebody needs to. Dear mom, I didn't even write this note (laughs) because I suck at writing. (laughs) I do not, however, suck at outsourcing. I'm in route to be a CEO. I'm good at delegation. There you go. Delegate the little things. Mm. Oh god. So how about you? You over there choking to well, death fuck, on a Red uh, Bull? Yeah. No. 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 No Red Bull. I. Uh, I got some actually. I should have grabbed one before I came in the studio. You said they white claw? No. No. None of that either. Man. So, all I got is my. All I got is my red cup with my. My brown drink in it. Red cup with a brown drink. Yeah, my, my Coke Zero. Oh, good old apple my cider. Coke Zero. Yeah. Is that? I don't think that's a thing. What drinking Nobody, apple cider? No, no grown adult drinks apple. No grown adult drinks apple cider. Not in the southeast, but if you're from Vermont, that's kind of the thing to do on a Friday night. It's a nice what? cup of warm you cider. You don't even know anybody from Vermont. How do you know that? What about the burn dog? You don't know him. I, I don't. I've never seen him say he drinks cider. I know of him. Oh yeah. I mean, me too. I didn't say it. I declared it. But, so what do you got going on? You, you told me. You, right. you told me you're. Uh, Fuck. You're headed to vegan foods tonight. Yeah. No. I think that actually got canceled. We were gonna head to vegan foods. Uh, the place we really like down in Orlando uh, opened up a location in Sanford. So I was gonna. I was gonna run down there and check it out. I might. I might do that tomorrow instead. Mm. So, or I might still get a wild hair up my ass and go do it tonight. Who knows? I know you so, had said they've got the good the, uh, uh, mac and cheese. Their mac and cheese is delicious. Um, they uh, they they've got these banging ass uh, chili dogs, quote unquote, that they serve on these balling ass pretzel rolls that are really good. Um, I, I've I've just I've never had a bad meal there. They do uh, they do like a. They call it the TLT because it's tempeh, but it's, it's supposed to be a BLT. 
Um, they got a fried green mater sandwich that's pretty pretty banging. So they got uh, they got a lot of good stuff. I I don't know. It's a uh, I want my meats. Yeah, I mean I know, but yeah, it's not. You don't have to have them. You could, you know. You it's, it, you don't need them. Yeah, I guess. I think is, you know. I think it's a good trade-off that that but. you and the wife are are vegan and Ashley and I are carnivore so we're effectively eating your portions of meat and you're you're helping eat our meats, vegetables. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's that's a that's a weird way to look at it, but well, it's just like if I if, if neither if, of if us I'm are eating your meats vegetables, then your meat's not getting the proper nutrients. So therefore, you're eating low quality meat. I mean, I I do that anyway. It's like going to Taco Bell. It's all grade E. Yeah, it's like the it's all the. Have you, have you been to Have you ever been to a dollar store? Because I, I know you're a little too fancy for the dollar stores. Oh, I go to the dollar store. We but we at Christmas time and or Thanksgiving will take. X number of dollars instead of spending it on ourselves or each other and go to like a dollar store or a dollar general and buy as much of the food and stuff as we can or feminine products or whatever and donate them all to charity. That's awesome. Yeah. The, uh, cause I, I, I realized when I was in the, the dollar, the dollar tree picking up my, uh, my sunflower seeds the other day that, uh, they have steaks. Ooh. And I just like I don't I don't want to know where the dollar steak comes from on the cow. It's the same piece of meat they make steakums from. The steakums are delicious. So if that's the case, then I don't I don't know that I'm against the dollar steaks. Like I fucking I I would fuck up a steakum right now. You put a steakum in front of me, I would eat it right now. Hmm. I know I fucking love steakums. I grabbed racks of ribs from uh, Save a Lot. And was like, man, I don't know how good these are going to be. But I crock-potted them, so yeah. crock-pot makes everything okay. Yeah. Well, and it, the rib is the rib. Like, it's not, you know, you can't get, like, there's not, like, a shitty part of the rib. Well, they're graded differently, but, aren't they? And, and the animal may or may not have been as good or worse as other animals. Oh, yeah, that that's a different that's a different story. The But, you know, the I just wonder, like... If like the dollar store steak comes from like closer to the asshole or is part of the asshole of the cow, it's it's all cow assholes and they they call it cow lamari. <laughs> Jesus, I, you know what? I think this. I think I'm. You know what? I gotta go. Oh, this this podcast is over. We're getting out of here. Seven minutes to go. All right. Well, that's the so, vegan update. Don't don't do anything crazy. We love you. See ya. Speaking of Up buttholes. Oh. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's go. I know we, we try not to make it a poop show and poop jokes, but this story is not about you or I um, directly. Really? Yeah. So okay. the old lady and I are, are dealing with the dogs out back and stuff like that. And this is not the pool cleaning day. It's a different day. And she's standing in the doorway and I'm, you know, trying to wrangle the dogs or playing catch or some bullshit. And. We're like, all right, it's time to go in. And she she goes in, the dog's going ahead of me, and I come walking through, and I start gagging to death. And she starts giggling. I'm like, did you seriously just lay a shit landmine over here for me to find? And she can't stop laughing. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, why didn't you tell me? She's like, eh, didn't know you were going to come through it. And I was like, you didn't think I was going to walk through the back door to the house to get in the house? What do you mean, why didn't she tell you? For the same reason I wouldn't have told you or you wouldn't have told her or or 
it's way funnier for you to walk through it and find that shit out the hard way. Oh, I agree with you. It just she. I will. She gives I me will a hard time. Remind me the next time I see her. Remind me the next time I see her to give her two high fives <laughs> because that is fucking awesome. I I was in the moment not appreciative of it, but obviously in hindsight, I'm appreciative of having such a delightful woman as my partner that would do a thing just like that to somebody. I would have been. I would have been appreciative of that from the very from the very moment I realized what was going on. Yeah, I would have immediately. I would have been like these fucking dogs. And then when when she was like, "Hey, it wasn't the dog?" No, it definitely was not. Cat, have, it was not dog shit smelling. It, it was definitely human <laughs> rancid ass smelling. Because I looked at her and immediately knew right. what had happened. So I mean, girls fart Oof. too, but it was it was just one of those things. Yeah. I was like, "Man, you fucked me up for real." So we giggled about it, and I told her I was going to bring it up on the okay. show, and then she turned pink. So, Oh, no. Well, we'll have to have her on next week, because I'm sure she's got some stories about you that'll make you embarrassed. Well, she's definitely got stories about me, but I don't know that there's really stories about me that it'll, that'll embarrass me. That's true. That was, that's, pretty, that's a pretty valid point. I don't know if you saw in the scavenger hunt group that that was one of like the daily challenges was, Oh, tell your most embarrassing story. And I'm like, well, how the fuck am I going to do that? I don't really get embarrassed about things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't have one. <laughs> There's this one time I was on a crime scene and someone had died and that's why it was a crime scene. And I shit my pants in uniform in my patrol car. And like most people would be embarrassed. I'm like, yeah, whatever it happens. I, I I've heard that story a million times and it, 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 it just never gets old. Like it, you know, because it's, it, it, it's you, you know, in, in every way it's you. Yeah. It's the nonchalantness of it. The, you know, driving the rookie's car the to the that gas it station happened to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck this guy. I'm driving your car. You son of a bitch. Yeah. 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 I'm not, I'm, I'm telling you that I hovered, but I probably didn't. And you just, you wallow in it or as, as you yeah. weird southerners say, waller. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. There's wallow and there's waller, and they have different meanings. Oh, I thought it was the same. Wallard. So, nope. Nope. Well, wallow isn't a word in the south, so. Oh. In the south, there's only one word. It's wallard. Them pigs done wallard in the mud. It's when you get out of the south. Yeah, when you get out of the south, then it, then it becomes two different words with two different meanings, and. It's all the same shit in the South, in the, which is what I think you were trying to say, and I got it fucked up, and I apologize. In the South, we don't have past, present, and future tense. It's just the word. Yeah, pretty much. So, Well, it's, you know, it's like holler. Were you out there it's got, hollering? It's one word. It's got, it's got a bunch of different meanings in the South. Yeah, I guess, oh. I guess it is a geographical item, too. A hollow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it is. Man. No, that's a holler. It's not a hollow. It's a holler. That's your redneck English lesson. Yeah. Oh, that should that could be a new segment. Oh no. Okay. Redneck English lesson. Yunt to. Yunt to. <laughs> Not. Oh man, we're gonna end up sued uh, by Jeff Foxworthy. Right. We're gonna. I was gonna say Jeff Foxworthy is gonna sue the fuck out of us. Oh man. That's terrible. He's the nicest guy in the world, from what I hear. Is he? But that's also from all the people that he, from all the people that he made rich throughout the years, like Larry the Cable Guy and Bill Ingvall. They all say he's a super nice guy. Well, I mean, so I can't trust them. If someone's going to make a lie, yeah, if someone's going to give me a hundred million dollars, I'll I'll probably tell people they're nice, even if they fucking stomp on your feet every time they see you. 
Yeah. Yeah, he could, he could, he could want to kick me in the nuts or kick me in the nuts every time he sees me, and I'd still be like, "That Jeff Foxworthy, nicest fucking guy in the world." Perfect. You could have a, a shoe shaped imprint in your groin. Hey, I got a hundred million. There you go. That's a lot of dick kicks. It is a lot. Fuck, that seems terrible. Hundred million dollars doesn't seem terrible though, so I don't really know where I stand on that one. But the. So I mentioned I was playing with the dogs out back the other day, and we have a little uh, Havanese. She's a little tank that doesn't seem to be affected by anything, blind and, and fairly deaf. And she came marching in the back door, and she's munching on something, and you can just hear her going, and then she drops it, and then she picks it up, and she's chewing on it, and she drops it. And Ashley's like, what the fuck does she have? Is she eating like a frog or something? It, and I go over to Bree and I'm like, what is that? And I, I shoo her away and it's what's left of a mole. So nice. Yeah. But the weird thing is, is Bree is definitely not the hunter that can catch a mole for one. Again, the blind yeah. and the deaf thing. She can't even find fucking lunch meat that fell on the floor next to her. Yeah. You know what they but, say? Even a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. Yeah. I mean, that's possible if the mole just, you know happened to say take me now and wait until Bree found it but chances are Penelope killed it and just wanted to kill it but the mole had been dead for quite a while it had that that amazing dead animal smell after like two weeks and then there's other natural indications that life is trying to consume it um but yeah so then Bree's whole face just stunk like dead mole for like two days that's disgusting yeah it was it's nice that she doesn't want to get all kissy in your face and that she's all of like 10 inches tall. Yeah. She can just shoo her away easily. Ideally. I'm just, mm-hmm. man. Penny just murders him and stacks the bodies and Bree just has to be all gross with him. Yeah. Well, you know, Penny, Penny likes to murder things. She's a, she's a murderous dog. Yeah. She'll build her a, and my a turtle dead will get lizard along great. Yeah. Except she tries to fight turtles through the fence. Yeah, well, I think my turtle might be able to take her. Maybe. I don't think we should find out. Nobody should get hurt. No. So did uh, What else you got on your bullet point list there, buddy? Uh, so I think I sent you a meme, and it's a, a guy sitting in like a classroom or something, and his t-shirt has uh, body fluid stains, like he used it as a cleanup device after some self-indulgent time. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you sent me that. And it and it said something to the effect of this guy didn't realize that he had jizz on his shirt before he put it on to come to school today type deal. Mm-hmm. And that that sparked a conversation with some other people. I even I was telling the old lady about it that I had a a friend that when we were that early twenties age, he would keep a hoodie sweatshirt in the car in case he hooked up with somebody in the car or or whatnot, or and he would use it as a cleanup item. And the joke was having somebody wear the hoodie at some point after it had been used in that fashion, but not washed. So then if we ever saw somebody in the parking lot wearing the sweatshirt, we would laugh in the, the bullet point I wrote was (laughs) come rag fashion show. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Oh God. Disgusting and ridiculous, I might add. It's both. Yeah. It's a... 
I'm not sure that other people have done things like that because it seems oddly unique to have one of those items just hanging out in the car. And then if someone needs it, hey, man, it's cold. You have a hoodie? Sure. That's like that's a whole new level of disgusting, though. Like I I would probably whoop someone's ass. Well, so the first time that's like a fighting that's a fighting thing. The first time it happened, it was completely inadvertent. Someone's he was like, hey, man, you have a hoodie? And he's like, yeah, in the trunk of my car or whatever. And then realized that the back of the hoodie had indications. It had, quote unquote, evidence Mm -hmm. on it. And he he knew all along what the hoodie had been used for. (laughs) I told a story about these group of guys before with the uh, the prom night laxative gum. Do you remember that one? Uh, Vaguely. Oh, same group of guys that we all used to do stupid shit with that they went with our high school girlfriends. These guys were like 19. The girlfriends were like 18 or whatever. And they told one of the guys, Hey man, your breath smells really bad. Here's here. Eat some gum. And the guy ate like two pieces of gum, but it was the MRE gum from a a meal ready to eat from the military. So it's meant to help evacuate you. And one of the girls is taking a shower and then all of a sudden it all kicks in and the dude's like having a full panic to not shit himself in the hotel room and he's banging on the door yeah, and has to go in there and, and empty himself out while someone's still in the shower while she's in the shower. Yeah. I, it's like I jackass story now. <laughs> yeah. Except, except not as funny. <laughs> it was funny well, to us at funny, the moment. Depending upon who's, yeah, it depends on who's, you know, which, which part of the story you're involved in. Which one is the victim? Yeah, it's it's funny to everybody except the guy who had to barge in on some girl to shit himself. <laughs> it's funnier when you myself. put it that way. Oh, I <laughs> mean, that's a regular thing anyway. Yeah, that's true, too. That's but you don't want to have to pay that tux cleaning fee. Yeah, no, no. Mom! Mom? I need you to wash my tux. <laughs> the meatloaf! <laughs> Ma, the meatloaf! Well, I got one more to tell you. I mentioned this before we started recording and I said, uh, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you the story, Mm -hmm. um, so that I can save the story for the year. But I, uh, a friend of mine, or I guess a coworker, not the one I mentioned earlier when I was serious, um, had posted something on Facebook, uh, about some of the protests and stuff like that. And it was a picture of, a bunch of protesters laying down on the highway and preventing traffic. And, you know, they went on to explain the typical um, white male perspective of, I understand you're upset. You have every right to be upset. You have every right to push for action. You know, nobody wants to see corrupt police officers or pieces of shit or, or this or that. And, you know, sympathizing with what the movement is about, but then saying the, but you should find a better way to do it. And I chose to engage him, which I typically have been shying away from engaging people because people get crazy Um, and engaged him. And so did a friend, a female friend of his. And it came down to, oh, you know, it's really inconveniencing people. And I was like, well, it's not about inconvenience. And he said, you know, I'd love to see someone lead the movement the way Martin Luther King did. And, you know, obviously what he did with peaceful protest and, and get this done and blah, 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 and how he didn't do these things. And he did do these things. And, you know, I let him say his piece, but it's the same thing. Most of us have heard a hundred times. And I said, for what it's worth, Martin Luther King was killed 
because of the of what he was pushing for by his own government. As, <laughs> right. Well, I I wasn't going to go in that deep because I I try to make it a point if I'm going to engage somebody on it, I try not to leave any openings for sidebars and tangents and attacks and I try to keep it yeah. focused and and lead people to their own conclusion rather than just tell them they're stupid. But I brought up, you know, Martin Luther King, yeah, he he made a a huge impact and he did it through in condemned violent protest and and stuff like that. He was killed um in the end because of it and he was not well received by the community at the time. I mean, obviously the people that supported him loved him, but the people that were raging against the protests all said, you know, you should do this differently the same way people are saying now and kind yeah. of pushed him into, you know, you're looking at it as a right now thing. You're not applying 50 years of hindsight to what's going on right now. You're looking back 50 years and look at what Martin Luther King did and look what he accomplished and, and how it happened. But in the moment that wasn't what was happening. People were raging against him, and then it eventually. One thing I think people forget, especially about Martin Luther King and the, the the quote unquote peaceful protest, um, the 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 bridge they marched across in Selma, um, and Martin Luther King wasn't he didn't make it that day. I don't remember the full story there was, but for whatever reason he wasn't there that day. Um, The they got to the uh, uh, halfway across the bridge and the fucking high, the Alabama highway patrol beat the protesters fucking senseless because yeah. they wouldn't get off of the bridge. And that was one of those peaceful protests that Martin Luther organized that you rally and say, Oh, I want them to don't want them to do it like Martin Luther King did and get their ass beat. Like I, it, this shit blows my mind. <clears throat> well, and you know, it eventually progressed to the point of, the typical responses that you get from people, oh, well, you know, they should utilize a system that's in place to vote and this and that. And I was like, well, f- again, for what it's worth, 75%-ish of the population is the population that holds power over the disenfranchised groups. People typically don't vote their own power away, even if it is to become equal, yeah. as far as, you know, equality. And you're talking about a group of, I can't remember the stat and I apologize. It's like 13 or 17% of the population of the United States is African American or, or black, uh, whichever term is appropriate at this point. And if you're, if you only represent that small of a percentage, even if you poll some of the majority, you don't have a large enough group of people to vote to benefit or it's not even to benefit to vote yeah. for equality which would be beneficial yeah. to the people who are not treated equally. And and I kind of explained the whole concept of, you know, rights are not supposed to be something you have to have voted on. If they're your rights as a human being, they should be there. And that's why the Supreme Court got involved in, in shit like that. And it was just interesting to have the conversation and actually have somebody be receptive to what was being said. Is you know, And I, I went on to explain the whole concept of when the guys who threw all the fucking tea in the harbor in Boston they weren't throwing the tea in the harbor saying, you know what, let's throw this tea in the harbor so that we can have a new country. You know, that, that wasn't what yeah. was being done in the moment. That was, we're fucking angry. We're raging. We're going to fuck other people's shit up. And one thing led to yeah. another. And eventually there was a revolution, but the people who were living through that time frame were going day to day, living their lives. They weren't 
generally speaking, projecting 50 years in the future or even a year in the future. That's, that's not the way most people go through life. Yeah. So it was just, it was an interesting conversation to see, you know, here's the typical argument. Here's why that argument doesn't make sense. If you remove everything from it, all your personal bias, here's what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Here's the, the logical flaws in it. Here's why what's happening is what's happening. And it's like, and I told him, I was like, change is never comfortable. Revolution is even less. So whether it's the revolution of the automobile versus the horse, lots of people were angry about that shit, the American revolution and anything in between that isn't actual revolution, but fucking smartphones, man, it wasn't, Oh, it wasn't a war on phones. It was a revolution. Yeah. But the, one of the other things that, that some people, um, and just because it applies more so to our demographic or age group, I guess I should say, is the, the switch from like CD to streaming. Like that was a revolution. It get, you know, and, and it took years for people to, you know, make the switch now. Like it, you know, and, and something as simple as that. And now you replace that argument of the CD to the streaming thing with, you know, racism or or rights or you know any of those things that are much more difficult and much more you know people should be and are much more passionate about and like it you know yeah. shit's gonna get weird out here it, it's not so. a war on cds it's yeah advancement yeah. and yeah and don't get me wrong we i absolutely 100 percent acknowledge that there's a difference between tearing down statues of slave owners and Confederate generals who led a revolt against the United States of America and betrayed the country and lost the war and et cetera, et cetera, and, and tearing down statues of Abraham Lincoln or smashing war memorials for, for the soldiers' lives lost. The, the few and far between fringe people that are doing those stupid acts of smashing, you know, the Vietnam war Memorial or defacing a Lincoln statue are, are not people Mm -hmm. who are acting with the same intent as the people who are demanding that Confederate statues be pulled down, you know, and I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with that. And, and, and here's, or I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, I think there are two types of people that are defacing like the Abraham Lincoln statue or the war memorials or the, you know, the, the statue, I think there was one in like New Hampshire where the statue they tore down was somebody who, of somebody who, um, helped with the underground railroad or whatever. Um, I don't remember who it was specifically and it was somewhere in the Northeast. Um, but I, the, the two types of people that are doing that are either one, um, trying to create chaos around a movement they don't agree with. So you're, your proud boys or your your boogaloo boys or whatever the fuck they want to call themselves, you know they're the right. the white nationalists that are trying to create chaos and say, you know, make the movement look stupid or you know, like, hey, look how dumb these guys are, right? Um, but the other person that's doing that stuff is the person, and I and this is why I don't necessarily agree with that take is that sure Abraham Lincoln, you know whatever you you know didn't have slaves what it you know doesn't need to have his shit defaced or whatever it, it's not it's a war on statues it's like a side war i guess is because it you know you don't the, the whole idea isn't about statues but but it's one of those things where 
fuck all of these statues specifically. Like, fuck every last one of them. Fuck all of your statues. Like, you don't get any of them. F- you know, and, and I think that's the sentiment from some of those people as well. It's well, not in, in a, Abraham Lincoln specifically. It's no, no, fuck no, no. you and your statues. And I, I guess you're wording it better than I did. That's I'm saying there's a a group of people who are behaving in in the fuck your statues, yeah, action base that are literally just blindly saying fuck your statues, regardless of who they are, what mm-hmm. they are, what they stand yeah. for. Versus, I, I could give a fuck less, right? Versus I think the majority of the movement is on board with. No, we want to remove items of hate, not just all statues. Yeah. And and being on the other side, and and this happens in every single argument that I can think of that I've ever had in my life. If you have an opinion, you're going to use the worst from the opposite of your opinion to say that is what everybody believes, and that's why they're wrong. So with the the quote-unquote news both sides type bullshit you're Mm -hmm. going to take the worst example and try and make it look like this is all of the example and and that comes down to you know the cops beating the shit out of protesters when they shouldn't have okay well yeah that happens and that needs to be addressed and that needs to be fixed and that's part of what the movement is about Mm -hmm. and we obviously know that's not everybody and but yeah you can't portray it like Every cop's a piece of shit. All cops need to die. Fuck them. Like there's a specific spray paint hashtag thing. That's like all cops are bastards, ACAB or something. And that's not what the majority is trying to say when they're pushing this movement. Just like, and here's, but here's the thing with, with the, the ACAB stuff. And, and I, so I, I recognize that there are good cops there you know but i also i also recognize and and to get a little sort of personal and we can cut this out if i need to um no you're good man for lack of a better term i watched you get somewhat railroaded because you 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 are that that cop that that you're not going to necessarily turn the you wouldn't have turned the other cheek if one of your coworkers had done something that they weren't supposed to no, absolutely not. In fact, that's and you did and, and, and I think that led to that led to your downfall because you can point to many examples in in just your agency of guys who were the opposite and would have turned the other cheek and would have protected their fellow officers even when they did things wrong that did things worse than what you did and were allowed to keep their jobs and subsequently got promotions. Absolutely, that was that was absolutely. But the I case think that if you if you poll a hundred police officers, and, and we can just to narrow it down specifically to the agency you worked for, you pull a hundred of those guys. Ninety nine of them are the exact opposite of you. I mean, I will say that the majority of them are absolutely going to swing the flag of "I'm not a bad cop." You're giving a, all cops aren't bad, but if you examine mm-hmm. their individual actions, they're they're definitely benefiting from the brotherhood mentality and and like i get it if if you're speeding and you're off duty and you get pulled over you don't get written a ticket i understand that's one of those things that that typically happens but when you you beat the shit out of somebody whether it's on or off duty and you get cut a huge break bodily harm 
Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll give a specific example. When you punch a 16 year old kid in the face and break his teeth, whether from the initial impact or when he falls to the ground and chips his teeth and Mm -hmm. the totality of what happens to you is nobody wants to prosecute you. The cops at the party all don't want to have to give a statement, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And the agency regretfully applies a suspension to you. Yeah. You know, that's, and don't get me wrong. The guy that was involved in that incident, I understand he was intoxicated. He didn't realize the guy was 16, blah, 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 blah. And I would have run a call with him any day of the week because I knew if bad things happened on a call that he was a reliable person. And I never would have thought of him as a guy that's just going to for, you know, because the kid's yelling at him, punch him in the face. But yeah, the if you remove all of that stuff and look at the pieces, parts of here's the scenario. Why is that a agency does everything it can to protect the guy because we like him versus another scenario where you've rubbed somebody the wrong way. So they're willing to, I don't want to say not protect you, but hang you out to dry on something. Yeah. You're absolutely expendable. You know, and you brought up a specific, for instance, you know, the agency had a big scandal for, uh, profiling to where the FBI, mm-hmm. I think, got involved for, you know, civil rights violations and shit like that. And everyone who was involved in it went and had to, you know, give testimony. And everybody's testimony was the same except for one guy who said, mm-hmm. yeah, we did that. And then that yeah. guy got left behind and everybody else got promotions. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, fuck, you're, you're promoting people to violate people's rights and civil liberties yep. and shit like that. Why on... Why on earth, if somebody wants to make a career out of it, are they going to think the right thing to do is the right thing to do, even mm-hmm. though that's literally the commencement speech the sheriff gives you at your pinning ceremony? Yeah. If you do the wrong thing for the right reasons, you know, blah, 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 or you always do what's right no matter who's looking. Okay, well, yeah. then then why is it when you do what's right, if it hurts somebody's feelings that wears some shiny shit on their shoulders, you get fucked? And mm-hmm. and that's well, so that and that's that's and I think that's where the the a cab thing comes to life at. It, it's not there, and, and I don't and and I like to like I I like to look at things as objectively as I can because I don't I don't think things are as extreme as some people want to make them, and I don't think right. they're as not extreme as other people want to make them. You know. Right. So I don't legitimately believe somewhere in the middle. that every fucking cop on the road is Derek Chauvin and fucking kneeling on somebody's neck for nine minutes. You know, like I know that every cop isn't that guy, right. but I also know that that the vast majority, and, and I do mean like I legit, I I stand on the word majority of cops are wouldn't have pushed Derek Chauvin off of George Floyd's neck. No, I agree with you. Even though the majority, of I'm them confident are say, that you I absolutely would have. Yeah. Right. And and I and I and that's bullshit. Like I agree. And it's because I know you personally so I can, you know, so I, but I still like I can, you know, you can line 100 cops up in front of me that aren't you and I I would stand my ground to to say that 8290 of them tops wouldn't have done a thing differently. Or at a minimum 80 like 90 of them at a minimum wouldn't have done a fucking thing differently. So yeah, I mean, but that's the problem. In the other problem we have in 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 our society is that we are a we live in a world of hashtags where people live and die by hashtags. People get famous by hashtags. People make money from hashtags. Well, 
unfortunately, hashtags are very narrow-minded, and they are, you yes. know, it's it's the same. It's the abolish and the and the defund thing. You say hashtag abolish the police, and if you agree with that, then you run with it, and if you disagree with it, you run with it. But the vast majority of people don't legitimately think that you should just pull all the funding from every fucking police department across the country and hope for the best. Yeah, you know, and but that's that's another thing I've tried to explain to people, and and when I try to when I try to explain it to people who are pro cop, which everybody should be pro order, pro safety, you know, those Absolutely. things. But when someone is vehemently pro cop to where they can do no wrong, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I, tr- I try to yeah. explain it to them. The defund the police movement is not meant as get rid of all cops everywhere, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. What, what the movement would do in effect, like Camden, New Jersey would reduce the number of hats that a cop has to wear at work so that they can Absolutely. focus on doing law enforcement related items and mm-hmm. specialized units can handle other items and you redistribute the funding to allow yeah. that streamlining. And the example I always try to give to people, because this is a real life example just because it's Saturday and you're upset with your fucking neighbor's dog barking doesn't mean a cop needs yeah. to come out to knock on the door of your neighbor Absolutely. and say, Hey, can you get that dog to shut the fuck up? You know? Yeah. And it, where was it like Houston or Dallas or whatever? They had a, a, a stray dog problem and the police were literally tasked with fucking collecting these stray dogs. That's not their fucking job. Like they're dealing, yeah. the police deal with, with, I would say that like a hundred percent of a cop's job, like 70% of it is probably not their job. It's just shit that nobody else wants to do. And eh, they're out there anyway. Let's do it. What the fuck do they well, got I, going on? I told you I I sat in during an interview process with an agency that I didn't end up working for. And part of what he was explaining to us, it was a civil service exam. So you have to go through and take like a written test. And, and how would you respond mm-hmm. to this? How would you respond to this? And, and you know, basic skills and shit like that. And, and I passed. Yeah. But the speech that the chief gave us was... We're very community service oriented. If a little old lady calls you and wants someone to come out and look at her plumbing because it's leaking, even though you're not a plumber, you're going to go out there. You just became one. Right. You're going to go out there. You're going to make a best effort. You want her to feel like you're there to help her. And I passed the, the civil service exam and got invited to progress in the application process. And I just didn't go back because I didn't want to be in a position where my job is to handhold and coddle and stuff like that. And don't get me wrong. There's, if that's the, if that is the model that the agency wants to run on, which is a very city thing here in in Florida, I understand Mm -hmm. it's community oriented policing. You develop a good relationship with the community and, and everybody works and thrives together. So, but, and and I think my, with that step, just with that specific scenario, instead of you deputy or officer, officer Travis, going to the little old lady that needs a plumber, there's another person who works for that same police department who probably doesn't carry a gun uh, and is trained in other things like community service and mental health and, and shit like that, you know, other things that you're maybe not necessarily good at. And when dispatch take gets that call, they send it to the guy that doesn't have a fucking gun and doesn't need to go to, you know what I mean? Like, no, absolutely. And, you know, Orange City PD. There's uh, no reason you some- should be going there. <laughs> no, and so Orange City PD had, um, and so did Deland PD. Those are two two cities within the county that um, 
we used to live in, they had units that would handle civil stuff like that. They're a non-sworn officer, mm-hmm. but they're still under the budget of the agency. So yeah. that's where Orange it County gets a little cloudy. But it's like, yeah. oh, well, you had... I don't know. Somebody stole something on your front, off your front porch. There's no video evidence. There's no evidence mm-hmm. to collect. It's literally go out, get a sworn statement, document what was taken. There's no suspects. It's a civilian yeah. position. They go out and they do that so that in theory, you're not tasking people who can enforce the law with those. I don't want to say menial tasks because it's not, but those non-law enforcement no, specific items. There are things that need to be handled in our society. And there are things that have been pushed off onto the cops handling them because there's nobody else. You know what I mean? Right. And that's, so, you know, it still needs to be dealt with, you know, but it's not specifically, it shouldn't take, you know, a fucking officer with, you know, all the, all of his training and his knowledge to handle actual crimes to go, you know, deal with that. And, mm-hmm. you know, my buddy that's still at the sheriff's office brought up, well, you know, going out there and looting and blowing shit up or burning shit down and, and this and that. And I was like, Hey man, think of it this way. Now they have your fucking attention. Let's talk. Yeah, pretty much. And he's like, oh, and I was like, see? Yeah. I was like, don't get me wrong. I don't want to see any loss of life on any side. I don't want to see cops beating the fuck out of people. I don't want to see people wearing a shirt that's got a set of letters on it and claiming their justification for slitting a cop's throat is the letters on their shirt. None of that shit's cool. Yeah. But you're always going to have that. And you're going to have, like you brought up, the, the infiltration of the group with the intention mm-hmm. of of sowing discord and making them look bad. Well, I mean, fuck, it, that's a, it's, a classic law enforcement it, tactic. It's a local cold war like it or a, yeah. or a centralized cold war. That's literally what the cold war was. It was outside instigators trying to sow discord into our society. And it, it, the cold war never died, you know, to, to even get more broad with, with that statement. Like it, you know, the cold war is, is, is alive and well <laughs> on a on an international level and it, it you know it's also alive and well locally you know on your own doorstep yeah no so. absolutely it's there's i can tell you 100 percent that there is an us versus them mentality mm-hmm. in law enforcement and when it was explained to me and when i worked there in the way i saw it while i worked there was the majority of people you're going to come in contact with want to take something from you as you being a cop, whether it's your job and your livelihood, because they think that they can complain on you because you farted the wrong way or, you know, everybody complains, Oh, well he's sitting in a parking lot. He's not doing anything. But then when you drive around and you pull cars over, Oh, well he's, he's harassing people, you know? So there is that us versus them. Everybody's trying to take that from you. And there's also the people who are going to try and take your life from you. And Generally speaking, when you come in contact with somebody, you you start there and work your way backward until the situation deems it safe. But that doesn't mean you fucking shoot at everybody and wait to find out if you should have. Yeah. But there's definitely that us versus them mentality that becomes more extreme of, man, fuck everyone who's not a cop. Let's put them all in jail. Yeah. Well, and I think one of the things that like, especially with like the like the just using Camden as an example, like uh, one of the things that I'm pretty sure they and I, I I could be misspeaking on this, so if I am, I'm sure somebody will correct me. Um, but like one of the things they did when they when they got when they when they shut down their police department and, and redid it is they made all of the officers reapply under new stricter standards, so that they weeded Good. out the the cops that didn't fit what they were actually looking for in their city. 
And like, I don't think there's a fucking thing wrong with that. Like, no, if you update your standards on, like, I'm sure that between the unions, (laughs) sorry, but like with, you know, with all the unions and all the contracts and all the bullshit, you can't just say, oh, if you don't meet these standards, we're going to let you go. You know, well, fuck, we're just going to make everything null and void and start the fuck over. Yeah. I mean, I had a, when the Buffalo man got pushed to the ground Mm -hmm. by the fuck every last one of those cops too. Well, hang on. So I had a conversation with a friend of mine who is in the police union and the uproar was that the difference between suspension and administrative leave and police officer bill of rights and federal protection on due process and stuff like that. But, but the big disagreement we had was, and this is, this is an example of each side saying their point and not addressing the other person's argument. My statement was what was done from one human being to another was wrong. It was not appropriate to push a 70 some odd year old man hard enough to push him to the ground when he was not being combative in any way, shape or form. And the response I got was the officer utilized his training as training dictates, meaning the fashion in which he pushed somebody that is opposing the mobile field force and him moving past the guy that he pushed down and fell is the policy as federally accepted nationwide for the mobile field force. The first line is to move the crowd back. The groups of people behind the front line are called catchers and they, if somebody gets past the line, they grab them, whether it's to arrest them or render medical aid. And if you watch the video, eventually medical aid was rendered and stuff. And my argument wasn't that they acted outside of policy. So they should be punished. My argument was what was done was morally and ethically wrong, even if the policy justifies it. Yeah. And trying to get two people to come to a meeting point on that is very difficult. And and I know my friend got frustrated and I got frustrated and, you know, thankfully we're still friends, but he's looking at it from a union rep perspective. The officer Mm -hmm. doesn't deserve to be punished for violating policy because he didn't violate policy. He acted within his proper training to which my statement is. If that's your opinion, that's fine because you're the expert on the policy. But if that's acceptable in policy, the policy is fucked up because the actions are not appropriate. Yeah. And that's in people with those opposing opinions are going to argue endlessly because he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. Look, here are the rules. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. The rules are wrong. Yeah. And then you take all the wind out of the sails versus no, it was wrong. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Okay. The rules are wrong. How's that? Yeah. Well, uh, so. uh, well, uh, the, and, and when it, I said fuck those cops specifically, I didn't, I, I meant more so the ones that like applauded the guys when they got out of fucking or whenever for the, at the news conference or whatever. Like, I don't remember what, yeah, what it was after, but like the ones that applauded them and fuck, like, fuck, man, get out of here. That's exactly what people are talking about. Well, and I know the job shouldn't be a political facade for anything. Cause I was tremendously against the, I need to take an action for a political reason. That shit's fucking stupid to me. But cause I, I hate to play the victim card, but I was used as a, a political fucking smashing post at one point over a a legitimate traffic stop that I did following orders and putting somebody in jail and the community was unhappy about the whole situation. So the agency fucking martyred me. So that aside, I still don't think that, Oh, well, you know, 
we need to arrest more white people or less white people or more black people or less black people so that it looks good on our stats. No, fuck you. We need to arrest people committing crimes regardless of what skin tone they are. We're not, we're not going to do more or less to a group because we want the stats to be a certain way. But to take that further, fucking wild, but, but to take the stats thing further for the most part, no agency is required to provide their stats in whole. Like they can pick and choose what they do and don't report to some extent, you know, like to some extent I'd have, we, what we need is better reporting standards so that we are getting a clear picture from fucking everywhere. Well, in, in that's part of the issue is the standards across the board, especially over state lines and shit like that, where Mm -hmm. statutes vary like assault in California is called battery here and, and shit like that. But it's, there is a, cause I, I've seen this and I, I respond to people and to you when this came up, uh, people have said law enforcement officers should have to be licensed to operate. Um, there, there should be, should be some sort of standardization, et cetera, et cetera. And I always bring up in the state of Florida, you have to be licensed. The license is granted through the Florida department of law enforcement. Um, there's a minimum number of class hours that you have to take at an accredited school. You have to pass the state exam that's standardized, um, and proctored. And then that gives you a license to be allowed to work somewhere. And you have to renew it. I think it's every every two years. It's renewed as an active law enforcement officer. Um, at least that's how it was where I was, because we had to pass minimum shooting qualification and recertification exams and stuff like that. And we were under what was called CALEA, C A L E A, and they're a accreditation entity that in order to be CALEA certified and be eligible for X amount of federal funding per officer sworn, you have to adhere to a minimum of X percentage of CALEA standards. So like your policy manual is a thousand pages and 750 of them have to match CALEA standards and you can, you can add up to 250, you know, 75% versus 25%. So there is an effort there. If you want federal funding in this and that, but it's not a mandate that you have to. And yeah. I think I think having a standardized item would go a long way, mm-hmm. but it still doesn't address why things are happening. You know, mm-hmm. law enforcement's reactive in nature. Even if you're trying to be proactive, it's a, it's a reaction to something else. Yeah. So that's, that's the Camden thing. Hey, we redistributed funds by saving money on law enforcement and car insurance. So with these redistributed funds, we were able to reinvest in the community and help bring down the motivation to commit crime. Mm-hmm. So, it, and it's just like alcoholism or, or addiction issues. It's yeah, that's, that's there, but yeah. what's the underlying issue? Why does somebody drink to excess regularly and then rage and get in fistfights? It's not because they're drinking. Mm-hmm. There's something else going on. And, you know, we have a friend who, who dealt with that. But it's just one of those, yeah, I mean, you can dump money into continuously arresting and incarcerating people, but why are they committing the crimes? How do you fix whatever's causing the crimes to be committed? But Definitely. Definitely went on a, a long-winded tangent yeah. on all that. Yeah. I'm just going to cut it all out. So, oh, no. The whole conversation lasts like 25 minutes. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. I just hung up on you. Uh, uh, what so, the fuck? You are going to have to cut some of this shit out. Fuck me. Hopefully you left your your recorder recording. No. I went to voicemail. 
I'm going to end up leaving you a voicemail. What the fuck? There you are. Hey, buddy, I was in the middle of leaving you a voicemail while also recording what it the on fuck? the uh, the podcast. Jesus Christ, what the fuck happened? Yeah, I hit a fucking button yeah. to hang up on you on accident. That's all right. I hit oh, the uh, oh. I hit the the space bar earlier on my keyboard to make my screen come back on, and the space bar also starts and stops recording. Luckily, I wasn't. Oh, I was no. just listening to you, so like I can piece it back together. But <laughs> I've got like I, there was a solid like forty five seconds where the thing wasn't moving. So <laughs> well, I've got a another bit that you get to cut out where I'm just yelling at the mic that you're gone. Sweet, if you want to. Yeah, I might leave but. it, and we'll see. Uh, you want to move on to trash or treasure since we uh. Since we're we're running up on time, we're way over already. Yeah, I, I I'm good with it. Uh, I'll okay. just end the whole conversation about the law enforcement stuff. That uh, you know, obviously, like I said, I don't want to see anybody get hurt. I understand tensions are high. Not everybody's a scumbag on any side. They're just the it's the squeaky wheel gets the grease, you know. And and we as a whole need to take a breath and take a step back and and be willing to have open conversation with people who have a different perspective than us Mm -hmm. versus just, you know, yelling shit to incite the other because escalation is not going to help the situation. Not at all, but not at all. Well, um, I, I co-signed the majority of what you said. Um, the, uh, I don't really have anything else to add to that one. So let's move on to trash, 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 treasure, 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 We'll have to, we, we, I really need to actually record like a real intro for this. That would be way cooler. Someday. Um, so this week's treasure treasure, uh, is not a person. It is a thing. Um, so that'll, that'll, you know, get your mind rolling right now. Um, okay. the, so we'll start out, uh, this thing was born, uh, on January 1st, 2020. Um, on its third third day, with three three days old, uh, this this thing oversaw the uh, the death of uh, Qasem Soleimani. Um, the that's the Iranian the, the Iranian general? general. Yep, yep. Uh, okay. On, on its fifth day, it uh, it charged. It made sure Harvey Weinstein got charged with uh, uh, sexual assault charges, uh, to which he would later be found guilty of. Um, I was going to ask after the Soleimani thing if it's a drone. It is not a drone, but it, it, I wish it was because I would like for Harvey Weinstein to also be taken out by drone. Um, <laughs> the Just 24 days in, uh, the fucking, this thing uh, saw to it that the uh, House of Representatives impeached the uh, current sitting president. Uh, so it is not, for those of you that are playing along at home, it is not the president this week. So we we is may work him in. And it is not the Congress either. God, I wish it was. <laughs> Just a few short days later, uh, this thing took uh, took Kobe Bryant from us in a horrific helicopter crash. Um, is it gravity? It is not gravity. <laughs> God damn it! Damn it! Um, the uh, is it physics? <clears throat> no. Uh, okay. About a little less than a month after that, we started seeing our first. Uh, cases of U.S. citizens with the coronavirus. Um, coronavirus. And then a few days after that, we saw the stock market plunge. Uh, one of the greatest, not the greatest, but one of the greatest uh, since the Great Recession. 
Um, it was it was definitely the largest number of points. I think. It, well, no, it wasn't even the, the largest number of points. Was later. So. Oh, okay. Um, same was, year though. It, same year. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, we're yeah we're 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 still in we're still in the same year. Um, the. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it, ten or I'm sorry. Twenty days after this, the 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 first and the initial plunge, we saw the single greatest market point drop in history. Hmm. Um, so 20 days after the initial major plunge, uh, we saw the single greatest, um, the, is this still about, February? Uh, no, no, no. We're just into March. We're just into March. Okay. Um, towards the end of March, we've got, uh, the U S is coronavirus infections exceeding that of China, China and Italy. Uh, you know, the president would tell you, you said that wrong. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, the China. China. Um, just a few days after that, about 10 days later, uh, the death toll from coronavirus in the U.S. exceeded 10,000. Um, and Where then are the we very, at now? We're in, we're, we're in a, we're on, we're April 6th. So on April no, I, 6th. <laughs> so, no, I meant where are we on the death toll? I mean, you said oh, uh, 10,000 in April 6th. Over 300,000. That's how many we've lost in the United oh, States. Oh no 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 no! Uh, hang on, no, hang on. I got to look that up. I did not look that up. That's my bad. Okay, um, I thought we were. So I thought we were somewhere at like one hundred and thirty some odd thousand. Um, I'm looking right now. I know this is going to delay things a little bit, and that's fine. Fuck y'all for. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. No, you're good. Um. Wait, no, no, show all. There we go. Uh, one hundred and thirty-four thousand deaths. And that's, okay, so that's accurate as of this afternoon. Okay, so from whatever date you're at, that's fucking April sixth is we surpassed ten thousand to now so in, July 9th, effectively so in three months. We've in gone up three months, thirteen yeah. times, three months. Yes, but is it coronavirus? It is. No, it's not coronavirus. The the the, so, the, the well, tractor treasure this week is not coronavirus. It is. Yeah, it is a I major guess coronavirus. Did. <laughs> coronavirus didn't kill Soleimani. It did not. It, it well, I mean, according to unless that the, was on the drone missile. I was going to say, according to the uh, some people that I've read conspiracy theories from, there's a possibility. Um, the so on the sixth we we surpassed ten thousand deaths. On the seventh we had the single uh, largest day of deaths from the coronavirus. Uh, and then on the 8th, we had a different kind of death uh, in that of Bernie Sanders. Probably last presidential campaign came to an end. <laughs> so that's a, that was a rough three days. Um, the four days after that, on April 12th, we had the rash of tornadoes that, that shot through the south and killed, I think, 12 people, um, causing billions of dollars in damage. Um, so is is the object the book of revelations in the bible no but god i wish it would have been i should have done that maybe i'll save that one for another week um the end of days on the 16th of april uh 22 million people filed for unemployment uh, as a result of the uh the 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 quarantines mostly across the u.s and the businesses shutting down for the coronavirus uh you know just the the precautions that we were because but that was that started right around the end of March, beginning of April. Shit kind of you know got really ramping up from that. So is is this the Department of Justice? No, wouldn't be no, Department no, of no, no. I got one. It's not got, Trump. It's not Trump. No, it's a okay. it's a thing, not a person. Um, on the twenty seventh of April, the CIA did us a solid and finally confirmed via video that UFOs do exist and that we are not alone in this world. 
That's a that's actually a pretty cool story if we yeah. ever want to talk about it. We'll have the, to uh, the Navy add it pilot to next week. stuff. Yeah. Um the this thing uh on May third uh sent murder hornets our way. Um I never saw these murder hornets, but I saw pictures of them floating around the internet, so I know that they're real. Yeah, if um, it's on the internet, it's real. Is it the US media machine? It is not, no. Uh May sixteenth, uh fifteen days before hurricane season is scheduled to start. We had our first name tropical storm for the year. Um so you know I'm gonna need you <laughs> <laughs> this is getting depressing and stressful. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I, it's starting to get worse now. So, um, on the uh, the nineteenth of May, we had we surpassed one and a half million cases of uh, coronavirus with ninety thousand deaths. Uh, um, on the twenty fifth of May, we had the unfortunate incident with George Floyd, which then led to um, large amounts of civil unrest, rioting, looting. Lots of terrible, terrible things um, in the wake so, of that that are that we're still dealing with. So it's a it's a tool song, possibly, but no, um, it's a time traveler who keeps trying to fix the timeline. Yeah, this fucking time traveler is terrible. It's it's like that episode of Family Guy where Stewie and Brian go back in time so many times to fix what they fucked up that they get in the driveway and there's like eighty of them. So. There's an episode of The Simpsons where they they address it. Simpsons did it, and uh, <laughs> Homer has a time traveling toaster, and he goes back to the time of the dinosaurs, and at one point just sits down to not touch anything, and sits on like the first fish crawling out of the water or something. Oh no! He's, he says, "I wish, I wish I hadn't sat on that fish." <sighs> Jesus! But they they it's a Twilight Zone type thing. They flash him yeah. back in the past. I think I remember flash him to one. the current time. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so go on with your, uh, now your on, terrible fucking On the year. 30th of May, uh, a little bit on a brighter note, we sent our first manned SpaceX flight to the International Space Station. That's positive. Yay. That's good. So, you know, Elon out here sending and sending actual people into space. That's good. Instead of just his car. Yeah. Uh, on However, on June 1st, uh, our wonderful president... Uh, shot rubber or well, not him specifically but had rubber bullets and tear gas shot at protesters so that he could hold a bible upside down in front of a church he doesn't go to or know uh, of um uh, the this is stupid yeah this one's you're bad. right all right well is it so, karma uh, no is it, so this is, week's is my, it ancient indian my, burial grounds my trash or treasure this week is just the year 2020 in fucking general Um, the decade of 2020 jesus this has been like i'm not even into june yet like i or i'm sorry i'm on i'm at june 1st and that's all of the terrible shit that's already happened this year is that how long ago the whole clearing of the park on pennsylvania avenue happened so we could walk to the church it was june 1st god yeah it feels like it's been over a month ago yeah no i i hear you so you know, like the fucking, it, it just like the, one of the things that I skipped over that I, that I typed in is in April, the, the, the residents of Michigan protesting with their guns in the Capitol to get, be able to go get haircuts. Like, like that was, that yeah. seems, you know, like I, I, I fucking, it was yesterday and it was six years ago. So what like, you're saying is the news cycle has become so ridiculous for, for multiple reasons mm-hmm. that nothing can withstand the test of a week before something else pushes it out of the way. There is not, I did not skip a single week in here and there are multiple things on every week. So Jesus, 
it makes you wonder how wild can like if it continues to escalate to push things out how wild is it gonna be before the year's over I, I don't know depends on who you're listening to scream about it I'm definitely watching the news reporter who tried to eat a steak through a straw while shoving a light bulb through it what <laughs> oh you didn't see that no it was on a specific quote-unquote news channel uh and the person who is the star of that show decided it was important to own the opposing party because they were for energy conservation when the regulations on light bulbs got repealed so that they could be more polluting and less less long and they were pushing to ban plastic straws this person said well if they don't like light bulbs and they don't like straws i'm going to eat a steak through a straw with a light bulb in it to own that political party and it's oh like oh God. man you look fucking stupid Jesus. i hate people so much so well i uh i think we can all agree that 2020 is trash not treasure i'm sure i'm sure on jan or december 31st of 2019 we were all hoping treasure um and just immediately started getting shit on as soon as the clock yeah. the clock struck 12 2020 is the giant floating trash pile out in the Pacific Ocean yeah. if it were set on fire. Yeah. Speaking of which, you can buy 2020 candles that are a dumpster and you can I, light the candle. I I kind of want one. And then I, but I want to be able to replace the logo with things I don't currently like. Oh. Oh, so like a digital screen for like one a of, digital uh So one of one of the vendors that I have to deal with at my day job, uh, I have a uh picture of a dumpster on fire with their logo on it hanging over my desk. Nice. So I uh you know it's you know, hey, they should Them be better. Photoshop at their job. skills is paying off. Hey, I did it all in Microsoft Paint too. I'm fucking this shit it looks jam up, buddy, I promise. I did it all in Mario Paint. Mm-hmm. For SNES. Yep, yep, that's the one. God, that, uh, fuck, that was a thing. It was. Ugh, fucking Nintendo. Hey, <laughs> Nintendo is a good company. They've yeah, been around right. for a long time. And that the CEO gave himself a big pay cut when the company underperformed instead of having to cut money from anyone else. It's good. It's good. I applaud CEOs that can actually do that shit. So. Yeah, well, you don't find many of them. Yeah, not no, here at not least. At all. Nope, definitely not. All right, buddy, let's get the fuck out of here. This has been depressing enough. Oh. Yeah, I mean, um, with everything we discussed, uh, it, it's pretty depressing. Um, it is. Con- so. Continue on um, the depressing thing. I just want to, I just want to again encourage everybody if you have, if you have any issues that you're dealing with and you're thinking of taking your life, you know, you have resources out there whether you want them or not. Um, if you want to talk to a friend, you want to talk to us. You you want to talk to a stranger who's trained to help you. Um, please reach out. Don't don't go without um, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is one eight zero zero two seven three eight two five five. So they're Definitely. always available twenty four seven. We're if somebody reaches out to one of us, either on our private stuff or on the the group Facebook, we're we're gonna do everything we can to to help you out as far as you know getting you pointed to a resource or hearing you out or or anything like that. Um, we are still doing stickers. If a sticker will cheer you up, we please are. let us know. Yeah. We are happy to send stickers. We know 2020 sucks. Yeah, uh, definitely. Giant donkey dick. So yeah. if a sticker will make your 2020 better, even just a little bit, uh, let us know. We will mail you one free of charge. We will even support the U.S. Postal System. Mm-hmm. Uh, we only ask that you send us a picture where you done stuck the sticky thing. 
so that we can uh, throw it on the social medias someday. Definitely. Definitely. One of these days. So. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody listening. We appreciate you sticking with us. We love you. Don't do anything crazy. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye. See ya. See ya. Stop it. Hey, kids. You've reached the end of the podcast. That's it. There's nothing more here. Just dead air in this closing statement. We appreciate your diligence, though. Now go back about your day and come back for the next show. Or listen again. In fact, that sounds like a better plan. Grab another show. That's what I'm doing right now. Whoever listens the most wins. You don't really win anything, really. Just the memories of better times, which is winning in my book. All right, well, this is the actual end. Hand banana.